Hey everyone, welcome back to the Expat Brad Podcast. It's Salman Qureshi, and I hope you're having a great, great week. Um, I've been to the gym three days in a row, so in my mind, I am the most uh, disciplined and focused person in the world. <laughs> Ask me again in a couple of days uh, when I will not have gone to the gym. Man, it's it, some things in life are just so obvious, right? Like we all know it. We all know if we just take the time to exercise, we just hit the gym every day. You know, just do any kind of uh, physical activity, we're so much more happier. We're just like the science is screaming at us. Our own inner feelings scream at us. Like we just know it, right? And what do we do? We still ignore it every day we find every silly excuse to not do it and i am more guilty than any of you about this stuff i have an obsession with um with reading about health and physical fitness and whatnot and i, I in fact to the point where i'm now avoiding it because it just feels like hypocrisy at this point <laughs> like just just stuff that i just read and make myself feel better and i know deep down that it's not the reading, it's the doing that will do them results, all right? So, uh, I don't know. It's a it's a very interesting human uh, thing to do. And, uh, it, and anything that we know is good for us, we just find it hard, right? So, I, I don't know what, what the deal with that is. Um, but the last three days, I have been good and I feel so much better. I feel refreshed. I feel, you know, even though I know I haven't lost weight, you feel lighter. You feel like your tummy's a little low, less. I mean, the second I put on proper trousers and stuff, uh, <laughs> back to brought back to reality. However, at this very point, I feel good. I don't even feel like eating bad food. That's the funny thing about exercise for me is when I do it, I, I don't crave bad things. I actually crave wanting to eat good stuff. And, and I don't know, do, does everyone have that? thing happened to them i don't know it's me my, maybe my brain works like that but it's uh and, and the more i don't i slouch i, I sit around uh the more i want to eat junk food and just sugar stuff i i don't know maybe it's like dopamine isn't being produced i gotta find it in different ways uh yeah maybe maybe that's just a scientific explanation of it all all of this just to say get off your bum and move about uh if you're listening to this in your car don't get up uh that would be stupid uh it just you know it just it's just it's very hard to drive that way um and and then you'll cause an accident and cause other people to back up and blah 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 it's just it's, it's not worth standing up in the car but if you're anywhere else hey man you can listen to my beautiful voice while you move about especially if you have them airpods uh so funny thing my wife got me into the Apple products. I was all Android and Samsung. And I and, and to this day, I say, I think in some ways the Samsung phone is so much better. Uh, I felt the camera was better. I felt the some of the functions on them are so much better. The keyboard was better for me. And, and there's some things that really frustrate me about the iPhone, but overall, like everybody else, it's the ecosystem or really it's the name, right? <laughs> and, and this great feeling of knowing you have Apple products. And then I moved in from iPhone to Mac and and Apple Watch. And then, uh, I don't know, I, I got to check my clothes and my kid. Maybe they're Apple products. I don't know. I don't know anymore. Um, and, and the AirPods. However, 
and iPads as well, of course. Uh, so, the, so the whole shebang, right? I think iMac is the only thing I'm, I'm missing at this point. Uh, however, however, AirPods was the one thing that I brought my wife to the dark side for in terms of Apple products. She was not keen on them. I think mainly because, <laughs> in her own words, she loses stuff, misplaces them. So she didn't want to spend that much money. Uh, however, I got her to try mine. And then once she was into them, uh, I got I got her a pair for her birthday. And then now she has like two pairs. Uh, I think the second one from her mom or something. And and now you can't just not not use it. It's it it actually is a good product. And maybe there are other cheaper options out there. But I just I, I really am in love with AirPods. You know. Oh, we do have AirTags now too. Holy wow! There is not anything not not apple in our home anymore wow ridiculous um so so i'm just a little proud that i got her into airpods uh not that i'm earning commission off it anywho uh that's that's what's been going on with me uh i've been uh i've been gigging a lot more i'm excited you know i'm really one of the things i do still struggle with is like a lot of the comics are very active on social media and i part of me just doesn't want to do it anymore you know i know i have to do it i know it's part of it's an essential part uh, of the entertainment product uh, of being in this industry and career uh, but part of me just goes you know what if someone wants to catch me live let them catch me live why should i put up videos and go through all that hassle right now um <laughs> it's a crazy thought that i have deep down inside me and i go shut up someone just you, you've got an iphone record it it's all good quality you've got the mics just do it right so um look out for my instagram page at salman zq i will having said what i just said i will be putting up more clips of stand up i've got a few gigs coming up so i'm gonna be uh, promising more stuff out there yeah gotta gotta produce man if you don't produce as an artist, are you really an artist? Um, there's uh, who's the guy with the mind map? What's his name? I can't believe I've actually forgotten his name. Uh, it's not it's Tony something, right? Mind map creator. Let me just Google this. It's um, Tony Boot. What was his last last name? It's on the tip. Uh, I know. Uh, I don't know. Was he not the creator? Tony Buzan. 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 And I I met him at the. Uh, Emirates Lit Fest, I attended one of his workshops, and he said, you know, people worry about calling themselves an artist or a poet or a writer or whatever. And he said, I think, and I thought it was a nice way of looking, and he's like, if you were writing poems, you're a poet. If you're not writing poems, then you stop being a poet, you know? And and I, I thought that's a nice, simple way to look at it, because uh, who else can define whether you become a good poet. I mean, you can fight over being a good or bad poet, but but you can be a poet if you're writing poetry. And so, um, what am I talking about? <laughs> Why did I bring this up? Oh, dear. Uh, it's one of those days. And, and this is after I'm, like, taking my ADHD pills on time. But I'm also having coffee, which is not a good combo. Um, <laughs> it's two things fighting each other in my head. Uh, yeah, anyway, I, I, I really love meeting him. I thought it was a very positive way to look at it and not gatekeeping the arts in any way uh, or talent and blah, blah, blah. And, and just very encouraging to go out there and, and do you, right? So as an artist, yeah, I guess just uh, you got you to gotta create and be happy with it. And, and I think another aspect of it 
uh, I don't know if someone else told me this, but I, just, just from my own personal perspective is that you got to put it out there. All right. I know for anybody who's an artist, whether they're pros, they've been experienced, uh, they have had all kind of fame right down to newbies or people who are shy and have never tried it. We all have the same fear of putting it out and, and worrying because it's your baby, right? And for it to be criticized or not be loved, you just, you, you're going to feel hurt. And unfortunately, that's just part and parcel of being an artist. But I really feel, I think, and this might sound uh, <laughs> overly like positive and blah, 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 la, la, la. Um, but I think art should be put out there because you don't know uh, whether who, even if it's just one person, who might be impacted in a good way with your art. And I'm not talking about stuff that you produce to hate mail and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I think most art uh, can have an impact and you don't know what kind of impact it will be. So you got to put it out there and you got to let the world experience it, right? And whatever happens with it is out of your control. Uh, and just, but just don't get be, uh, don't like hold back because of it. And I, I, I say that to myself more than anybody else. Um, and I, I think I've gotten better about just throwing it out there. Uh, and sometimes, and, and you know, it doesn't mean I don't get disappointed with putting out something that doesn't work. Um, but I think you learn. And I think in a way, the more we put out there, the more in a way we also stay humble. All right, as artists, and and that I think is super important too. You know, uh, failure—that's just part and parcel of life. You're gonna have that happen to you. I mean, everybody does stupid things at some point. <laughs> you know, when I um, a lot of people ask me how I got into comedy, and I and and I tell them, and I might have repeated this a few times in previous episodes, but mainly one of the gaps in my life that happened where that I I, I had a older uh, circle of friends right and they started getting married and then they started having kids and so it kind of started changing the dynamics for me not that I, I i love kids and i love all that but a part of me was also like i gotta have some of my own interests and a new circle of people to mix around with possibly as well and so so i started doing that and one of the things i went back this is this is my early 30s, right? Probably just around 28, 30, uh, actually, around that age. And and so I uh, <laughs> I started looking for things to do, and I enrolled into a dance class, right? Because uh, I've always loved dancing, and in college, I was on the dance team, man. Yeah, that's right, people. I'm a dancer, or I was a dancer. And, and this, this class is called the Street Jazz Dance or Street Hip Hop, something like that. And I thought it'd be cool to try it out. And I go into the first class, and I, and, and, uh, and I promise myself I'll do three, four at least, um, just to see how it is. And unfortunately, I was probably the only, I was probably the oldest guy there, right? No other men around my age. Uh, and even though I look kind of young, I, I looked young at 30, uh, 28, 30, whatever my age was at that time, it still, it still felt awkward, like... I, I was just lucky, you know, the rest of them were all like 18, 16, 18, like, and I was fast realizing that, uh, hey, um, I'm not flexible like them. And, uh, and, and just trying to keep up with their energy and flexible dance moves was, I'm just lucky they didn't nickname me Grandpa Grooves or something like that, you know, I mean, look, I forgot how much I inactive I had been. 
and how my body hadn't, you know, stayed up to date with the required flexible uh, stretching that was required. <laughs> and and I thought, you know, in my head, I, I, I still thought I was like as coordinated as, as, as before, but that wasn't the case. Um, it just turned into one of these back in my day moments for me, you know, just... Uh, uh, telling the kids uh, and reminiscing about how I had the moves and stuff in my youth. <laughs> and they, but also the dance steps these guys had gone on to. It was just amazing, you know, it was just uh, the, the, the whole evolution of dance has been uh, crazy and, and all props to those, those kids nowadays. Um, apart from obviously the dancing, there was a, there's the lack of my understanding of their lingo. Um, and this is, like it's even worse now, but back then I first realized, oh shit, I'm I'm starting to, I'm starting to move away from the uh, like the language. I'm not cool anymore, and I I just required more water breaks than them, right? Like they just go through the whole workshop. But the thing that really freaked me out, and the reason I stopped going after the second or third class, even though I started get loosening up a bit, and I was I honestly in my head I was enjoying it, but part of me couldn't get over the creepiness of it. <laughs> you know this middle-aged guy just dancing with a bunch of young kids <laughs> street jazz like i don't know if anything else shrieks of like <laughs> just get this guy i don't know oh my god i'm just glad that social media wasn't around i'm sure some of them would have taped me and gone hey check out this uh old creepy dude who's coming and hanging out with kids and trying to dance probably just a child molester's <laughs> god fog Oh my God! Like it's. I look back at it and go, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that stuff. Just I. I had the uh, self awareness to go stop it, Sal. Just <laughs> find other things to do. But you know, you fail through. Like I said, you fail through life, and it was cool because I. Uh, I ended up. Um, uh, I. I ended up basically just. Uh, just just finding other things to do and eventually you know got involved more with improv and stand-up and and as they say the rest is uh history um and and so i was lucky you know and that's part of fail like i said that's part of failing you got to get out make those mistakes do those things and uh and see where you get at man um i i think out of all the things i've done like that was honestly that was like one of the cool stories i have now when i look back at it i'm just glad i wasn't arrested or like I said, embarrassed or canceled, and uh, <laughs> and here I am. So yeah, it's just it's good. It's all good. Um, I've been uh, I've been watching uh, the new uh, season of From, and I, I I say that in every episode. People, if you haven't watched it, get on it, man. It's the most anxious, anxious, like anxiety-inducing series I've ever watched. Maybe. Walking Dead kind of stuff, but better in some ways. And um, the cast is fairly like unknown-ish, uh, but good cast. And um, and I think season two is coming along pretty well too. So it's six episodes in. It releases weekly, which is my only... Ugh, people just, just dump the episodes, man. We want to binge watch. We enjoy it more. I don't care what any research or blah, blah, blah is saying. Just dump the stuff out, okay? Uh, I don't know why I went off on that. Um, I really, I what I am looking forward to is the uh, NBA Finals. They start tomorrow. And uh, man, this is going to be something, isn't it? I just, like, you know, I know, like, the eight seed Miami Heat 
with the number one nuggets. Like, this is going to be good. I got to go, like, Jokic, you know, um, he, it's it's reminding me of, like, they're both Jordan-esque kind of things happening on both sides, right? Like, everybody on the internet uh, calls Jimmy Butler Jordan's kid and stuff, and we all get those memes and jokes. So there's that side. But part of me also goes uh, for Jokic, uh I really need to learn his name by now, right? How, how to pronounce it. Jokic, Jokic, uh, the Joker. Um, it reminds me of the time Michael Jordan, I think it was in 92, his his first three-peat with the 92-93 Bulls, and he didn't get regular season MVP, and he was really annoyed. Uh, and uh, Charles Barkley got it, and, and he went out to make sure like he outperformed them. And I think deep down, no, no matter how much the Joker is a nice guy, Part of him must have been annoyed that he didn't get the third MVP in a row because uh, it was a close call. My man Embiid had a great season uh, and maybe it would have been a great final if both of them were in there this year as well. But he didn't bring the team all the way to the finals, not even the conference finals. So that's something. huh? It's the first time uh, a regular season MVP guy hasn't been able to bring his team that far. And so part of him must have been stung by not I mean the guys like this player he's just amazing right he's so great that his numbers those great numbers start sounding normal <laughs> that's part of the reason he probably didn't get voted in but this is this is good I mean the nuggets are every expert probably are going to pick uh, are picking the nuggets you know the, the, the indicating their strong position heading into the series blah 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 but uh Playoff Jimmy's at it, man, and, and this is going to be, uh, I think it'll be closely contested no matter which way it swings. Uh, I think it will go down to seven games. You know, uh, the, the, I mean, the Nuggets, it's, it's, this is a hard one though, right? The Nuggets, like they've got Jokic and Murray and they're just great players. Their chemistry is great. The talent, man, the talent on this team, it's, uh, it, it's going to be crazy. Uh, Jokic probably will win the finals MVP like the Jordan thing if that you know kind of results come through for him and uh, most people are thinking he will dominate you know all the experts are pointing at the Nuggets and it's their first time in franchise history so they they will be wanting to kind of like make it happen you know Uh, what is their first final ever in the since being in the NBA or the first in 40 years, something like that. Uh, having said that, I know everybody's like pining for them. And and all, honestly, in my head, it's going to be the Nuggets. But my heart, people, in my heart, <laughs> it's the heat. You know, playoff Jimmy's going to come out. And and this is why I don't bet money. Because I, I, I know I should be putting money on the Nuggets. But I want and I feel the heat will win. I mean, right? They, they've been underdogs throughout anyway right so so it's not like just this is the first time they'll be the underdogs and overwhelmingly the underdogs and they have embraced this role and they've performed so well and we're talking about like against elite teams like the Bucks and Boston Celtics they have not taken the easy route here and they will show it right so I think there's more prep time. Uh, I know their history and the, the regular season, they haven't had as many matchups, but they have kind of lost more. But they've been close games. And if we have learned anything, the regular season doesn't matter at all. <laughs> it's almost like 
like what's the point of it you know uh <laughs> just make it 30 games and let's go into the playoffs or something because because they um because you do all those games and then here we are the heat you know they've just uh they, they they are going to make a big difference. They've just been the killers in the playoffs, and and it's going to be there. And and you know I know people. Their coach Eric, uh, the 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 dude. He 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 will have had time to analyze the Nuggets' tendencies, and he's going to have a game plan that will tailor uh, to combat their strengths. And Jokic will be against the toughest competition he's had. It's not like they had an easy way here. But there's also the factor, especially in game one, they'll have a little bit of rustiness because they swept the Lakers. Um, and you might think they're rested, but honestly, I think sometimes teams that are playing, playing, playing uh, can have a certain advantage. And, uh, and and Miami Heat's zone defense effectiveness, I think they can, and, and I know Jokic can, you know, his ability to operate in the middle of the floor is great. It's a big challenge, but I think that he can adjust their zone coverage to make it more difficult for him to find open passing lanes. And if they can shut him down, which is a tall task, that guy's so amazing, so talented. But if they can, that's going to make a huge difference to disrupting the Nuggets, right? And and if anyone can do it, it's the Miami team because their defense uh, is quite versatile. You know, they've shown they can adapt uh, throughout the playoffs, um, they've experimented with different defensive matchups and strategies uh, to contain all these stars in the other teams. And so while there's no single solution to stopping the Joker, I think the, the Heat also has enough, like, um, they have enough in them. They have enough, like, uh, ability to kind of look around, mix it up, and make it hard on him and, and, and surprise the teams, man. Like we say, uh, the Heat have been surprising the the whole NBA so far, and I think they're going to they're going to do it to the Nuggets as well. So game one definitely the Heat, and then from there on it's going to be close. I think the Heat will take it in six or seven games, but they will take it. Uh, don't place money based on this because I'm telling you right now this is purely. <laughs> I know it sounded like I have done a little bit of analysis from my side, but honest to God, it's more instinct and more desire. Because come on, man, what a story for Jimmy to win it all. Um, and also, of course, for the Nuggets and Jokic, also it's a great story. But I think he's younger and he'll have many more uh, opportunities and definitely championships in his career. I just think it's time for Jimmy to get one. It'll be such a cool story. It'll so, uh, 10 years from now, we can have a, in the next time, there's some big collapse and we're all stuck at home again. Then Netflix can produce another great uh, documentary that we can watch and, and it'll be about Jimmy and the heat. And we'll look back at it and go, wow, what an amazing trip. What an amazing season for those guys. So th those are my predictions. Um, that's uh that's my take on it uh i'm excited about it uh and i'll be um i'll be posting the podcast more regularly as well so keep a lookout guys um like always i'm running out of time it's been fun uh i hope uh, you've been enjoying listening to my uh, podcast uh to all my fans to all the people listening to all the love you've given me uh help me out a little bit more share make sure you share the episode out make sure you leave a review especially on apple Podcasts. it really makes a huge difference and yeah continue to show the love thank you so much for listening i'm salman Qureshi. take care of yourself goodbye or as a dog would say wolf <laughs>